Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right. Uh, Enough about me. Turtle Boy is going to join me here in a little while. If you don't know who that is, uh, he runs Turtle Boy Sports, which is not really sports. It's a whole bunch of things. He's broke a bunch of stories. Police stuff out in Worcester. You know, I mean, if you if you are listen to me, you probably know who he is. Uh, he'll tell his story, and he's run into a lot of the same problems I have. Uh, he's somebody who, look, he, listen, he writes some things sometimes where I'm like, yeah, is that necessary? We get into that. But he's he is important, and he himself, his work is necessary right now in a media, particularly in the New England area, that is just void of anybody who asks any questions. You know, a couple of parody accounts, me and Turtle Boy. That's pretty much the media right now. I, you know, I laugh at the um, at the Globe the last couple of days, and Turtle Boy and I talk about it a little bit. The, the 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 Stephanie Ebert, who wouldn't come on the podcast, I called her. I'll tell you that in a second. She wrote the story about these women in Wayland who got together and basically shut down these two massage parlors that turned out to not have any sex trafficking at all, uh, and they just you know basically uh, assume because they were Asian that they were. Uh, sex traffickers or, or prostitutes. So I would say that's some bias right there, some uh, some racism in my opinion. Uh, but this Eber one makes these women who ruin these other women's lives make them look like heroes. You know, like it's a fucking Disney movie with these moms and their dogs and Wayland and their million-dollar houses. It's pathetic. And then Joe Vinaki today in the Globe writes another story about Bob Kraft wanting to see this video. And as I say, the Turtle Boy, the, the fucking Globe is more obsessed with Bob Kraft's penis than I was obsessed with my own penis when I was like 12 years old. It's amazing to me. I'm telling you, Kraft should just bring it around. Should just take it with him to, to the Globe one day and everything. You know, Shaughnessy wants to take a look at it. Go ahead, friggin', you know, Marquad. God knows. Go ahead, McGrory. You know, knock yourself out. Everybody, ta- everybody, take a look. Joe Vinaki, you guys want to take some pictures? Good. Want a selfie? Want to tweet it out? Want to Snapchat it? Like it's a fucking penis. And the idea that they're hiding behind the idea that it's like free speech. We all know it's bullshit, and that you know people care about the story. They, it's just you're, you're lying. You are titillated by it. You know that it leads to clicks. Just be intellectually honest, and I'll give you guys a break. Don't lie about it, which is what you're clearly doing. Uh, so that's a strange situation. We continue to move forward here on the podcast. Uh, we got a couple coming up this week. We have an interesting one uh, we're going to tape uh, tomorrow afternoon. Hopefully, uh, we pull this one off. If we do, it'll be a good one. I don't want to give anything away, uh, but it'll be worth listening to. That'll be Thursday. Uh, it'll drop this one. Uh, is what Wednesday with Turtle Boy, <clears throat> and I like Turtle Boy, and I know he gets a lot of criticism, and people think he whatever doxes people and calls, and he does, and whatever you know. I to me now at this point, I just like anybody who actually chases the truth, who you know comes in with very little bias, or maybe some bias honestly, but at least admits it and breaks stories because you know I'm working on something right now that's you know it's it's a lot. There's a lot to it. It's layered. And there's a lot of people not telling the truth. I had an uncomfortable conversation with somebody in the uh, construction business this morning at his office uh, and thought it was going to get ugly for a second. Um, so you run into stuff like that. But you have to ask questions. And there are you know, four or five of us, like I said, in this, in this city, in Boston, who are doing it. And I think even fewer in each major city around the country. And I get it. Like the, you're, you're afraid. If you ask questions, you're going to get in trouble. Or you're going to get silenced. Or you're going to get fired. Or you're going to get moved. Or you're going to get whatever. Or if you just think something might be ridiculous that nobody else thinks is ridiculous, you're afraid to say that. It's, you know, that's where we're at right now. 
uh, from a show perspective, our podcast perspective, anyway, not not a lot of updates. Um, uh, continue to do the producer stuff. Uh, I did promise. Oh, I did promise to read that story, which I keep forgetting to read. Uh, I'll do that as well later on this week. I'm actually getting texts right now. I have two people working with me. I won't give away their uh, identity on this other story. That's uh, <laughs> that's um, that's interesting. I would just obviously it, it ties in the, the gentleman who I spoke to on video last week, um, and some stuff involving uh, people he works with. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, it's layered and endless and. Every time you dig into something, you see something else, uh, and you find something else. So you're sort of the size of it right now is so big that I'm trying to figure out a way to make it a a, a, a coherent, say, 45 minute podcast. But you find more shit out. Um, but I'm having fun doing that, and I'm digging and digging on that story and two other ones as well. And we're making some progress on that, but I'm sort of focused on the big one. Uh, but tomorrow is going to be different than any of that. I think you're going to enjoy that one. And you're going to enjoy this one, too. Turtle Boy, uh, I've not had on ever. I used to have him on the old show once in a while. Uh, but I, I like what he's doing. You know, I like what he does. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that, that, you know, last year at the place I used to work at, people would say, you don't tweet him out. Don't say his name. Uh, Murchison doesn't like him. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I would sit there and say, this guy is fighting for us. You know, he's got our back. When nobody else, and I'm not counting the parody accounts, they, they were obviously great, but nobody else in the media at all had our back at all, and, you know, not even in our building, not even people we worked with. Uh, and this guy was, you know, putting it on the line and getting in real trouble. And I felt like a fucking asshole to not have his night. Uh, you know, I taped this open before we had him on. I should have apologized to him for that. I think I have privately. You know, I should have, I, I should have been stronger and said, you know what, go fuck yourselves. This guy has our back. And, and, and we're sitting there and we're trying to hide from it. Um, <clears throat> so I'll always appreciate that. Um, and go to his website. He'll, he'll promote it at the end. He's got his website. He has, his, he has a book on Amazon, which I got, which I enjoyed. Uh, he's doing a lot of good stuff, a lot of interesting stuff, stuff that nobody else does. And one thing I can say about him is I read something he writes every single day. There's nobody else I say that about. Uh, that's Turtle Boy, and he joins me right now on Enough About Me. All right, making his debut appearance here on Enough About Me at long last is uh, Turtle Boy himself. What's going on? What's going on, Kirk? How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for coming on. You're so polite. Look at you. Oh, yeah, very gentleman. Charming guy. So explain to me what's going on. The end of last week, I was running around and I saw your your missive, um, which was close to the GoFundMe pages that you frequently mock, I have to say. But, but, uh, I got it. It's a little different. It's a little different. It's a, okay. So go, well, well, you know, well, go ahead. Well, go ahead. You're rude enough to interrupt, so go ahead and continue and explain to me the situation. The people were mocking, right? Yes. They're, all, they're raising money for something, and it's just for themselves, essentially, right? Like, you know, they want to go on a vacation. They want to do something stupid. It's mm-hmm. not a life-saving procedure, nothing. Okay? This is more like a voluntary paywall, if you will. Like, okay. we could go the Globe route and charge two bucks a month or whatever they charge to read their content, or we could just go the PBS route and say, look it, here we are. If you'd like this to continue, you can donate. Why don't you why don't you just go full like two ninety nine a month? That way you get rid of all these pop up ads and people like you have a, you have an audience. Why don't you just do that? Yeah, because the audience would be a lot smaller. We're a man of the Turbo's a man of the people, you know? Yeah, okay. You don't want to <laughs> exclude people. So what is the reason so, you know, just in case, now I'm, I'll, I'll tape the open after this, but I'll, I'll just catch everybody up. Turtle Boy, if you don't know, if you're a listener of this, you don't know who he is, you should follow him uh, for now in his Twitter account until it gets suspended. Turtle Boy yes. is one yeah. of these guys who 
bust people. He's one of the few investigative journalists left. Uh, the guy who wrote the Boston Magazine story would not name you. About me, by the way, would not name you. He felt because you dox people, he felt it was too offensive to even name you, which we should consider, a, you know, obviously a feather in your cap. Um, you've been, you know, obviously supportive of me, which I appreciate. Uh, and you run into trouble, as I do and you do, and people who ask questions and make people uncomfortable. Uh, oh, and by the way, I should say, I get to speak to you. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But makes people uncomfortable. You find yourself in situations that are tough, and it seems to me, uh, maybe you can fill me in that you have found yourself in one of these situations once again, as it seems like you frequently do. Yeah, we're always in the middle of something. So, you know, people have been trying to silence the blog and free speech in general uh, ever since its inception, right? Uh, there's various ways. Like, I get death threats all the time. And I love when, you know, uh, media personalities whine about death threats because ultimately it's just, you know, words at a computer screen and nobody's actually going to hurt you. And if they, if they do, you call the cops, you know. Um, but those don't work, and so they go the boycott route. And this is exactly kind of what happened to you. Now, they call it boycotts, but it's not really a boycott. A boycott is when, like, Rosa Parks boycotted the buses, right? She just didn't ride the bus, and neither did any of the other black people in Montgomery. What they didn't do is call up companies they don't like and just say, we're not riding your bus over and over again. They just didn't ride it. And that's the difference between boycotts and harassment today. These people think they're boycotting. They just call up your advertisers or email them relentlessly, and and they misrepresent you. And they say, well, you're racist, you're sexist. They, they put little quotes out of context completely and say, oh, look at this guy. You want to support this? This is terrible. We will not be doing business with you. And then they get these emails, and they're like, well, this isn't good. And they believe that this is representative of groupthink. But well, it's not. It's just a couple of yahoos. What I would think, though, is like, so given, you know, the situation where I used to be, you know, there are national advertisers who had no idea what was going on. So Murchison, right. would, Murchison would bludgeon them, as you know, and they'd say, mm-hmm. you know, what the fuck, did they take something completely out of context or this or that? And, they'd be, and they would say, is the emails you saw and you, mm-hmm. you had in your story, they were just like, well, get this fucking, get this people out of our lives. You, I would mm-hmm. think, if, if I'm advertising for Turtle Boy, right, if you, mm-hmm. if you pitch to me, they mu- everybody must know what they're getting into by now, no? Right, right. So, they, they, you know, a lot of them, they know that, and that's why a lot of them are hesitant to, right? Um, because, it, you know, it's not, they'll get business out of this. We will send a lot of people their way. But it's also disruptive. You know, like you're trying, imagine trying to run an insurance agency, and then you're getting phone calls all the time from people that are just literally just annoying you. They're pests. They're not going to hurt your business because they were never coming to you in the first place. After a while, you, after a while, you just say, fuck it. What was that? After a while, you, yeah, your your connection is a little yeah, weird. You got you get speak on the phone, would you, for Christ's sakes? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. After a while, yeah. after a while, I and I. That's why my issue was never really people get. You know, I, I admire people like Kaplansky and, and 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 Milton's and Buffalo Wild Wings. Like I would never get frustrated at the particular companies because after a while, I, I, I to some extent I do get it where they're just like fucking forget it. Like I, I you know, I, I can't deal with this shit. I have to I have to run a business. Yeah. And honestly, and I get that, um, I, I, but when I saw Kaplansky, what they said, it was great. more businesses need to do that. They Absolutely. Grow a set. Sure. No, I, and I agree a thousand percent. Yeah. So what specifically happened to you, though, that led to this thing on Friday? Like, what is the, the latest? What, what is going on? What led you to, to getting your hands and knees and roll around like one of these people you make fun of and, you know, yes, uh, out in Worcester and beg and plead and Humble cry them. and weep for money? What happened? Correct. Yes. So, uh, you know, we've been blacklisted by, you know, Google AdSense and other ways to make money. And on top of that, we get sued a lot, right? I've been sued probably close to a dozen times. I've never actually <laughs> lost. I've never right. uh, 
that even been to trial. I mean, these things all get dismissed over time. But you have to hire an attorney if yeah, you own a business sure. or an LLC like I do. And that costs a lot of money. And when you win, which uh, these libel suits always get dismissed, you don't get a refund. Yeah, you don't get so shit, right. right. They don't have to pay for your, your court costs. And so essentially these people just use the courts as a way to harass you and try to bankrupt you knowing that it's not legitimate. Now, I've, um, you know, I, I just got out of like a 10-month lawsuit against a former uh, guy that actually used to advertise on my blog, a local politician who I didn't endorse in an election, and he sued me for that. Um, and, and then the most recent lawsuit that I'm in right now is actually with um, a woman from uh, the South Coast. Uh, she ran like a yoga studio down there, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of customer complaints about it. And so we, we wrote about it, right? Uh, one of my bloggers wrote about it, and, uh, you know, it wasn't libelous at all. It was opinion based. Uh, this woman, basically, she uh, she's like an attractive, you know, young woman, probably in her mid thirties. Mm-hmm. She's dating a guy or married to a guy now, I guess, who's probably close to eighty, right? But he's a multi-millionaire. He owns like half the South Coast, and uh, I think the quote in question in the blog that they're saying was libelous was that this woman is quote unquote basically a prostitute because she's dating this guy and spending, buying Porsches and buying ridiculous things and spending money like crazy. And because she's with this guy, like, oh, she would not have this money if it weren't for this guy. Then what would you call a woman? Right. I mean, you, do you think that's prostitution? I do not think that's prostitution. I don't, I know, by the way, I don't think you do either. I think you're, whoever wrote that, I don't, did you write it or somebody else? No, I, uh, I have a student, so I have freelancers that write Okay. My guess is, my guess is that they were being sort of sarcastic to make a point, but I would say like, that's, it's not prostitution. What I would say was if the guy was making $25,000 a year, would she be dating him? Probably not. I think that's, that's safe to say. If he was working at, you know, Walgreens, they probably would not have a relationship. Yeah, kind of like how Aaron Andrews, you know, would be working at the, she gained 15 pounds, right? She I have no, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what you're talking like about. Physic, being physically attractive and young, you know, can get you nicer things. And that's just a fact that this woman, that she would not be dating this guy were it not for his wealth. Right. But I guess, so my counter to that would be like, you know, okay, so that person writes that story. Can't you kind of get that point across the, that line? Like, isn't it, once you see a picture of her Perhaps. and the guy, I mean, aren't are we kind of, don't we all sort of know what's going on? Perhaps, but you know that's the essence of free speech. Is that why should you have to say something different? Well, you know, look, you're not. You you're right. You're not. Look, you're not going to get me to, to make the argument that you shouldn't be able to write or say whatever you want because I think you should be able to as long as it's truthful. That's fine. Yeah. But like, so you know, like obviously, I'm a huge supporter of your page, and, uh, and uh, we can promote your book as well. You do whatever you want. You've been a big supporter of me. But like, for instance, last week, and I'm reading uh, your blog, and there's a story about a woman who's trying to sell a couch or something. Is that right? Oh yeah, that woman. Yeah. Right. So. I think the name of it was like Missionary Margaret or something. I don't know. Is that right? Like, so I look at that and I think, you know, while I am not going to get in your way of writing it, you know that. I look at it and I say, is is this, I don't know, is this really necessary? Like, you know what I'm saying? Blowback for that one, for sure. What'd you say? That one was, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that wasn't a finest blog. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh, But I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I didn't, again, I did not write that piece, but. Yeah, but it's your I, you know, site, I, right? I have the ability to take it down. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it's not like the most important thing in the world. Right. So why why write it, I guess, is my point. Like, I, again, again, I'm not, I'm not coming from a point where I'm like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. you should, but I'm just, I, I read that and I'm like, when you, re- I wonder if it hurts the more serious stuff. And you guys break, we can go through it. You guys break more stories than fucking everybody yeah. else put together. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. sometimes if it's harder for people who are trying to push that information out and kind of get your site going when they see mm. shit like that, they're like, Ugh. I, you know, it's just, I, I think it's a tough call. That's all. 
It's a good point. I mean, it, that's ultimately what we're up against, right, is that we do a lot of important work with like, the state police stories and stuff like that. Oh, huge. You know, but we mix it in. We're not made of state police stories, you know. Sure. You, got, you need some filler there. You need some entertainment. And to me, that was just like a common occurrence. Like, people, when people send us stuff like that and they say, look, at this woman is specifically banning single moms from buying a couch. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't really under, yeah, I didn't really it's understand it, but yeah. It's, it's an easy blog. It is what it is. Is there any, you know, um, <clears throat> regrets when you do stuff? Ever when you do stuff like that? Like, ah, shit, I should have done, shouldn't have done that or no? Well, uh, no, not really. I mean, so I, I've taken down blogs before. If people, if people, I'm not like a bad guy. If people contact me, like there was one story a couple of years ago, a URI football player cheated on his girlfriend at spring break. It was something absurd. He, he got caught on Instagram. We wrote about it. And the guy contacted me a few months later. And he said, look, I, I was, I did something stupid. Um, I, I just, but I'm looking for jobs now. And I, when people Google my name, they're going to see this. Can you take it down? I said, yeah, sure. My, my goal here isn't to like ruin your life or anything like that or make it impossible for you to find employment. No problem, man. If you, you know, no problem. So I've probably taken down dozens of blogs in the past. What's the, what's the craziest, and I have a few, but what's the craziest sort of, you know, uh, PC social justice warrior run amok that's happened against you or somebody's really tried to hurt you or you've seen something. Re- I mean, whether I don't know whether it's Twitter or it's Facebook. Or, what's that? D.D. Delgado. What's that? So D.D. Delgado uh, ran uh, runs the Boston Black Lives Matter chapter. Yeah. Google her. Oh, she is something else. So this woman uh, has like a cult of uh, woke white women who follow her on social media. And she makes them pay her reparations every Friday. She calls it Reparations Friday. Is that true? And I'm not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating. This is a yeah. story we wrote in November of 2017 about her. I don't remember And then this. she takes the money and goes on exotic vacations to Aruba and stuff like that. She's the most bizarre and fascinating social justice warrior I've ever seen. And she just literally exploits and profits off of white guilt. It's amazing to watch. So we, we did a blog on it, right? And then this woman's army of, like, you know, woke white women followers from everywhere, we had 112,000 followers on Facebook. And they just mass-reported us, like, thousands of times, until eventually our page was shut down. Because if you report something enough on Facebook, it triggers an algorithm, and it just gets taken down. We've had 38 pages taken down since then. <laughs> We're completely blacklisted from Twitter. The Twitter account you referenced before, that's not me. That's yeah, not I, you, right? If I logged into that account... From my house, it would be deactivated. So what? Ha- whole- so what happened there? Like why? Every so you get on Twitter, then you get off, then you get like what? What is Twitter's issue? I mean, I know Twitter is fucking insane and lefty yeah. and just fucking totally lost their minds. Yeah. But what right. triggers? You know, like, like what? Tr- what triggers them to to do that to you? So the first time I was ever banned uh, was I, I retweeted Kathy Griffin. She called um, uh, Jeff Flake the C word. Right, uh, because he voted for Kavanaugh. So she went nuts. The Kathy Griffin's a wild follow on Twitter, and I just re- I literally retweeted her. I'm like, oh, I guess you can. I guess you can say this word on here. And for that, I was uh, suspended. And so I've created new accounts. And so if I like tweet that, out, if I tweet, up. if I tweet out today, like uh, uh, tomorrow when, when you come on here, or today, whatever, having Turtle Boy on, you know, he's he's a cunt, but yeah, but I happen to like him. I'll get suspended on Twitter. No, because I, that, that's one thing I wrote about when I oh. was taken down, was that, like, I just searched cunt on Twitter, and thousands of tweets come up. So, obviously, it's not banned. They're just targeting specific people, right? And so I create new accounts, and eventually, around August, I want to say, or, or something like that, maybe a little later, uh, maybe October, they instituted a new thing where they actually ban your IP address. My wife, 
who has nothing to do with my business whatsoever and uses a different computer, she's banned from Twitter. She can't create an account or anything because we live in the same house. And my kids won't be able to use Twitter. I can't, like, it's like if you came over to my house and you logged into your Twitter account, you would get deactivated too. Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's fucking, Very normal. It's fucking crap. You know, and, and, and you know, and then you see these people get suspended all the time. It seems to me, and maybe it's because of the people I follow, but it seems to me the people who get suspended on Twitter are right-leaning like 99 times out of 100. Oh, but there's no bias, remember? Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah. I, I, I saw the Joe Rogan thing. Yeah, there's no, absolutely no bias whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you saw the woman. I mean, that was the Joe Rogan one. Was it was incredible. Incredible. When, when, Tim, when Tim Poole was on there, he just asked her, you know, like literally one of your policies about, and that's something else I got in trouble for is misgendering once. Uh, one of your policies says you can't, mis, quote, unquote, misgender someone. Oh, you told so, me this before, right? What, what happened? Remember this? You told me this. What, what happened? Yeah, so, like, I got in trouble for saying, um, I think this is the last straw, uh, for, for writing uh, that I will call you whatever pronoun I want to call you because that's how freedom works. You cannot compel speech from another person in a free society. You can't make me say something, make me say a word. Oh, yeah? Right? That's not how this works. <laughs> not, not anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I wrote that, and that violates their misgendering policy, um, which in and of itself is a liberal policy, because that's something conservatives don't believe in. So it's fair to say there's no bias. It's like your policy has bias in it. So if I had referred to, like, if I had tweet, I th- well, I, maybe I thought I talked to you about this a while ago. If I had tweeted out the winner of the 1976 Olympic decathlon was Bruce Jenner, yeah. I would have got, there's a chance I would have got, Suspended from Twitter. They would be validated in suspending you, certainly. That would be okay, I mean, according to their rules. Well, I mean, I now, get, probably wouldn't, but, right. you know. It's just, you know, you know, you write about this. I've made a career out of it. It's just, it is the crazy, I think, and I, look, I'm, I don't know, every moment in history, it feels to me like the craziest fucking moment in history right now. The craziest. It, and th- well, and yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter, like, every single day, there's 12 different stories that you can look at, and, 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 it's, and it's getting... Crazier and crazier. It's because of social media. It just amplifies this stuff, and it gives these. Well, it's also Trump. Voice. It's also Trump-like madness. Like people just no. Of course, oh, well, Trump has made these people mad, right? Right, and then you know, Twitter has given everybody a voice and a blue check mark, and they, you know, and it's just not real life. You ask your average person on the street, you know, if they're upset about you know misgendering, and they don't care. But on Twitter, they act like it's you know the biggest deal in the world. My biggest beef with these platforms is that. You know, and I kind of talk about this in the book, is that this is election meddling. You know, they're taking down people with big voices around election time who can potentially, like, influence, you know, new voters. So, that you know, they're investigating the Russians for, for meddling. But what about the, the social media companies that right. literally decide what goes up and what goes down and which influencers get to reach an audience and who doesn't? What is your process? So you break, as I said, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. You break more stories than anybody. You break more stories in the Globe, God knows. You break, break more stories in the Herald, who have, who, who's, the Herald is, is so toothless right now, it's frustrating yeah. to me. and they got a paywall. Yeah, and they have a pay. imagine paying for that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're breaking, I mean, you must have now, you know, you must be hearing from sources all day, I would guess, no? Oh, yeah, we, I mean, our inbox is full. I need to get, like, a bigger, another secretary. You know, our inbox every day is filled with stories. A lot of them are, you know, the greatest stories, so it's, it's hard to filter through them. But, you know, we're working on stuff all the time. You know, it, it takes a lot of work. Um, you know, the, the latest case we were involved in was a, a state trooper uh, who was uh, re- recently sentenced to jail. Yeah, I just read this, yeah. 
uh, for rape. And there's a lot more to that story that's been going on that the media didn't report. Well, we, you know, the other thing is, and you do this well, is, you know, you have the ability, the capacity to at least when something first happens, doubt. Like, you know, my guess sure. is you didn't believe the Smollett story at first, right? Like, oh, God, you know, no. But That wasn't even close. But, of course, and I didn't either, and neither did anybody yeah. else, but, the, you know, 95% of the world pretended. Like, you know, so there's, there's, this, there's this appetite to want to – you're in a good spot and that people, mm-hmm. you know, most people want to hear the truth, but yet the, the newspapers and the media right now don't want to tell you the truth. I mean, I have never seen in, – in, you know, you're, you're a freedom of speech guy, so am I. Like, you know, you want that craft video to come out, fine. Like, really, no, whatever, that's important to you. The Globe is, like, obsessed oh. with Robert Kraft's penis. It's the fucking weird. They really weird... want to see that thing, man. Yeah, I mean, I like, I, 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 I feel like Colin Kraft is saying, you know what, just drive in the Boston and just, like, whip it out. Take it around the newsroom and let everybody take a look at it, take pictures with it, and then maybe we'll be all set. Like, I don't, you know, it's it, 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 and if the Globe just came out and said, hey, listen, like, we're doing this because this, I'd say, all right, but they just fucking lie, and they hide behind shit, and they don't answer yeah. questions. It's it's That place is, is so fucked up right now, it's amazing. To well, me. yeah, and you saw the article over the weekend, you tweeted about it, we just wrote about it. Oh, it's, about it's these, crazy. You know, they're, they're lionizing these rich white women from Wayland, who literally racially profiled an Asian-owned immigrant business in town, two of them, and drove them out without any evidence. Right. <laughs> Drove females out, drove uh, Asian women. You know, normally the Globe would say, well, we have to defend these women. But yeah. like you said, uh, this fucking dog group where they hang out with their dogs in fucking Wayland, yeah. they're all rich as hell. They sit yeah. there and they drive their cars around and go to yoga and work and whatever. And they're like, yeah. you know what you know what we're going to do? We're going to ruin these women's lives. And the Stephanie Ebert, or whatever her name is, who of course won't talk, like wrote yeah. about these women like they're like the, these, you know, fucking like these he, heroes. He, yeah. Like yeah. it's it's because she's one of them. She identifies right. as that, you know. Uh, you should check out her bio on the Globe. It said something like, you know, I was reporting the news from 87, and then the election of 2016 happened, and now I'm an activist. It actually says right. that in her bio. It's incredible. <laughs> she's, she's, and she's not a columnist. No, she's not. She's a, <laughs> a quote-unquote reporter. So that's the alternative, and that's why it's important for, you know, independent media to exist and people to question these narratives. Absolutely. You know, they like to label you as a conspiracy theorist, like, for instance, the, the worst of all was the Adam Jones thing two years ago, which is almost like two years ago now. It's, you know, uh, yeah, you right. It's just it, about, it, it's exactly two actually, years ago, yeah. You never actually said that was false. I did. I, did I, I oh, did no, I, no, I, no, I've said I don't, be, I, I don't believe it happened. Yeah, I don't believe okay, it happened. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing, like, you know, in, in, you know, I don't want to relitigate Adam Jones, obviously, that much. But I will say, you know, if, if. If there came out some some video or somebody spoke up, it said something. I would have been the first guy to say, "Fucking ban that guy from Fenway forever." I don't. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. I'm good. You want to kick him out? Kick yeah. him out. All I know is, and we've done this three million times, is I've been I've actually stood out there in center field since then, and and I have thought about people using that word, which is yeah. you know, in <laughs> the idea of nobody in, in 2017 at the time tweeting about it. Or saying something, or video, or shaming the guy, or Instagram, or Facebook. Nothing, 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 yeah. nothing. And Jones's history previously in post, it just, it just, it's, it's simply not believe. It's just simply you not know believable. How that would have to be for Adam of course, Jones to do that from like course, thirty yards away. If course. you were in the bleachers that night, that would be like ingrained in your memory. Well, we just saw it again. We just saw it again with uh, Demarcus Cousins a few months ago. Like. You know, it's yeah. the same thing over again where it's like, well, first the, the Yahoo guy said that he said it, then he said he muttered it, then he said no, but there was absolutely no proof, and he covered his mouth, and you're just like, yeah. you know, this need for people to, and then, of course, when you question these things, if you don't believe somebody said the N-word, 
you are now a racist for not believing that word was right. said. It's like, what, what the fuck say, are we? They'll say that, you know, you don't, what, you don't believe racism exists. It's like, I never said that. No, I it definitely I exists. Exist. Of course. Plenty. This right. ain't it. Right. I mean, you know, again, if somebody said that to Adam Jones, great. You, 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 you know, throw him off a bridge. I don't care. But I'm just saying, you yeah. know, but when this happens and then it's an easy thing to make Boston look bad, make everybody look bad. It's just, you know, which again, basically comes back to the same thing, which is that you see things and question them. You do it maybe in somewhat of a different way than I do. I question them. That's all. And what happens when you do that is you get your Twitter account suspended. You get, you know, kicked off Facebook. You get in legal trouble. I have my own issues. But yeah. but you know what? I'm not going to stop doing it. And it, it may I may wind up not in the business. You may wind up not in the business. But the, the idea of being somebody who's just going to sit there and say, oh, well, okay, I, don't really, I just have no interest in it. Yeah, I mean, the guy the guy who's suing us right now is a lawyer. But, uh, you know, she hired a lawyer at first. I don't know if it wasn't aggressive enough or whatever. But then she brings in George Leantyre, who is Aaron Hernandez's Hernandez second right. murder attorney with right. Jose Baez. He's with that team. And this guy, Google him. I mean, go, see how many times he's sued people. He's right now suing Harvard University for criticizing uh, one of his uh, associates, Dean Sullivan, for representing Harvey Weinstein, which is, I think is ridiculous to criticize him, but whatever, they have a right to do it. He's suing them. He's suing, you know, he, he's just, I had a deposition with him a couple, like uh, three or four weeks ago, and it was insane. We, all, we almost had to walk out of it because the guy is still uh, just a gigantic bag of wind, and he just yells and screams. And the other day, last week in court, we had a hearing, and he wanted uh, access, he wanted me to give up my Gmail password, my Facebook password, Jesus. Uh, access to my dashboard so you know he can see who writes the blog, <laughs> all this stuff. It's just like a complete invasion of privacy, and he wants it all to find out who my writers are. It's just like, I mean, this is the level, and we have to fight this. You know, it's just absurd. Well, we it's going to be your this. life. I mean, if, you, if you're going to continue to, I mean, are you making a living on this now? Are you making a good living? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been making a living for five years, and I was making a better living two years ago. You know, I've had to go this route of asking for donations, like a lot of publishers, you know, have had to do as well. Uh, I think that's just kind of like the way of the future, how it's going to go. If you want to say controversial things or, you know, not go along with groupthink, you're going to have to be self-funded. Yeah, and I think there's, I think there's, but I do think there's an appetite and a hunger for it, and I think you can do that, yeah, and, you'll, and you'll be all right. So what what else, what else can you promote for me? What else you got? The book? I, 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 I like the book, by the way. Oh, have you read it? I, oh, yeah. I told you I ordered it. I read it. So oh, you go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, so they, I wasn't, I fell into this, right? I was a high school history teacher, uh, taught like in Shepherd Hill for 11 years. And uh, my biggest, you know, I had a lot of opinions, right? And I got in trouble one time because I uh, I wrote on my Facebook page something about Julian Edelman. Remember when Julian Edelman got in trouble for grabbing a girl at a club or something? Oh, yes, yes. What, seven or yeah. eight years ago, maybe? Yeah, and yeah. nothing ever came of it. He right. They kind of was bogus, whatever. But I wrote about that, and I said, just something seems right about this. You know, I, was, I questioned. Ooh. And I got called down to the office about that, and another teacher reported me, and I was basically given a written warning. And I started a blog called AidenFromWorcester.com, and, you know, uh, I, got in, I got suspended for five days without pay because I wrote a blog about Richie Incognito. Uh, I said that, uh, remember back when he was accused of bullying? Yeah, Jonathan Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, this is absurd. Uh, a 300-pound man cannot be, quote-unquote, bullied. This is the most overused word in the English language. We're teaching kids to be victims, blah, blah, blah. I got suspended five days without pay for writing that opinion because they said it uh, violated the school policy on, on bullying. And so... 
then I realized, I'm like, if I want to have opinions, right, and I don't want to get fired, uh, which I was on thin ice already, then I need to be anonymous. And so thus Total Boy came along. And that was going, you know, uh, that lasted about nine months in Sedgerville before I went to Buffalo. And uh, we go to Buffalo every year for the Patriots. And those fans are savages. It's great. I love it up there. And we videotaped them calling us, you know, the F word. Uh, words that you don't say in New England. You know, right. Most they've been in Buffalo. There's no rules. <laughs> right. Uh, right. It's just like, and I posted on the videos on the blog, and they came across as homophobic and Buffalo fans, you know. It went viral for the Zena. And so they want everyone to know who I was. And somebody found out, and he wrote a blog in which he basically said that I sexually assaulted a girl at the Bills game in front of, you know, thousands of people, which was completely, the blog's no longer up because this guy's been for libel, uh, and the, the blog was actually uh, taken down, uh, but didn't matter. He wrote it, and therefore it's true, and every single one of my students read it. It was sent to my school. The principal read it, <laughs> and the school started getting death threats from all over the country, and I had to be escorted out of there by the police, and we just had a huge mess on our hands, and, and they realized, like, okay, well, he didn't do anything wrong here. Yeah, he's blogging, but there's nothing wrong with what he did. And so, but this is a, a, a public relations nightmare. The news is outside of the school. What are we going to do? And so they offered me a, a full use um, salary, basically, a severance package, to just walk, walk away. away. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll do this. I'll turn Twitter into a business. And uh, here we are today. There you go. So you go, you can go to the website, Twitter. Well, not your Twitter account, but you know, you can order the book. This is still so you can yeah. get the fucking sweatshirts and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. have, we have a presence on Twitter. I have a, basically the fan page. The girl runs at TV Sporty, and, uh, you know, she kind of acts as our de facto voice, uh, which kind of eliminates the purpose of banning us or whatever. Right. You can find us on uh, Facebook at TV News. We have to hide the turtle boy because they come after us. Okay. Our name and our name. Yeah. Uh, and the actual physical website? Yeah, the actual physical uh, So it's com. Mm-hmm. And like you pointed out before, right, um, we're trying to kind of rebrand a little bit. So we're creating a new site called tvdailynews.com. And that's going to be the non, like you mentioned that blog before about the uh, yeah, mattress thing, yeah, yeah. missionary Margaret. That, she would not go on TV Daily News. She would stay on TurtleBoySports.com. Okay. TurtleBoySports is going to continue to be like the entertainment aspect of it. And TV Daily News is going to be more like, you know, the more legitimate, harder to criticize. Ooh, a new, tur- ooh, a new Turtle Boy. A classy Turtle oh, yeah. Boy. All right. Always thinking. Uh, okay, and like I said, I appreciate you having my back over the last year or so because uh, nobody, <laughs> when I say nobody else in the media did, nobody else in the media did. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, but it's an important, it's a principle, you know. <laughs> if we can't stand up for free speech and, you know, expose these bullies, you know, nobody would know what Murchison was if I didn't find out. Correct, about it. correct. Uh, I think you got anything big cooking the next couple of days. I'm asking if you give them something to look forward to here in the next few days. Um, not in the next few days, but we are working on some things. All right. I'll check in soon, Turtle Boy. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Like See you. Thanks again. See you. I know lots of you have, and lots and lots more have uh, as of late. But if you have not, remember to subscribe, rate, and review enough about me on Radio.com, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Ratings and reviews help me in the show. So if you can, if you can, take a minute and leave one. It helps. It really does help. So if you've been listening to it and enjoy it, make sure to do that. Thank you. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.